The, the, the games are over, but the game never stops. never stops. This is College Football Overtime with Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon. Alabama and LSU. Alabama jumps on LSU and seizes control of the SEC West in just a dominating offensive effort. I know you've been looking for them to falter. Uh, Jalen Milrow in particular, they throw the ball down the field and they kind of hope for the best. Uh, but one thing I mentioned on Saturday is I think that th- I thought that this was the game that they were finally going to unleash Jalen Milrose legs. And they did that in a massive way, 155 yards on the ground, four touchdowns. And then on top of that, he was Mr. Eff- like, he was just effective in the, in the passing attack, 15 of 23. He was hitting his, 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 his spots, 219 yards passing 96 QB rating. I mean, look, the dude was doing everything he needed to do in this game. He was Superman. We looked at Jaden Daniels to be that guy, and he was. He was a really great player, and, and look, he, he showed why he's one of the most electric players in college football, but Jalen Milrose stole the show. Yeah, this was a game that was tied 28-28 uh, late, <clears throat> in, late yeah. in the stages, and um, obviously Jaden Daniels goes out and uh, you know gets kind of banged around a little bit, and he's out of the game, and Alabama seizes control from that point forward. Uh, but, but you're right. The thing to me is – with Milrow is I had always been asking why they weren't. And there's a lot of quarterbacks in the sec that feels like they should run more. Obviously Jane Daniels runs a lot. I don't understand why Joe Milton doesn't run more based on what they're doing on offense. Milrow was the same way. And we've talked multiple times about how I thought he needed to have a big game with his legs. And that hasn't really been part of the game plan for them this season it was part of the game plan on Saturday night. They made a very concerted effort to get him to run the ball mm-hmm. when stuff breaks down, and it paid paid off in a very big way. And now you start to wonder, where does this Alabama team feel they are at? Because there was a stretch here where it was like, be a game manager, don't lose the game, let your defense yeah. do its thing. And then you see that, and, and look, we all know LSU's proclivities on defense, and and there, no one's sitting here wildly surprised that Alabama was able to drop forty on them. But you do start to wonder if Saban has unlocked the potential that rests in Jalen Milrow, and if thirty and forty point games from the Alabama offense start to become the norm the rest of the way. That's the big question for me. Is this something that they can do and repeat moving forward? Uh, Because if so, it's going to be very tough to get Alabama out of there, even for Georgia in an SEC title game. Uh, But, but you've done it once now with Milrow and, and, and through the arm and with his legs, he's got to repeat that effort. That's what I'm interested in moving forward in terms of LSU. um, You know, when you lose your Heisman hopeful, um, due to a, a couple big hits in the fourth quarter, early stages, um, there's there's no road back at that point. This game was over when when he was taken out of the game, um, and understandably so. But uh, Alabama very impressive uh, offensively for them, and and now it's just a, a matter of whether they can repeat that effort. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was a very interesting stat line. Just looking at the box score in this one in particular, look, you've got a quarterback who leads your rushing and your passing. Uh, that's just, generally speaking, that's uh, it's not a recipe for winning. Um, you need a little bit more. You need a little bit of help, you know. And and look, Malik Neighbors did everything that he could in this game. Ten receptions, yep. one hundred seventy-one yards, and a touchdown. Um, he's a freak of nature. I mean, like, look, he might 
I mean, we talked about Luther Burton just a second ago, but Malik Neighbors is right there as one of the top players in, in the country. I think the race for the Bolitnikoff this year is going to be very interesting with all of the great wide receivers that exist across college football right now. But look, Jalen Milrow, he completed a pass to eight different receivers. And the majority of these guys, I mean, they, they were way down the field. Jermaine Burton, I expected to be a guy who did take a big role in this one. He really became a consistent target for Jalen Milrow. Isaiah Bond was another one. He finished with five receptions in this game. Um, I thought Alabama looked just consistent and good uh, on offense for really the first time this season. And I, I don't know if that's, like you mentioned, the fact that you have an LSU defense that has shown a proclivity to getting beat. Uh, but Alabama looked comfortable. They looked good. Uh, it's, it, that hasn't been the case really all season this year. They looked like they were a step away from a touchdown or an interception. They look like they are just inches away from falling apart as much as they are uh, finding success. I mean, they they were just uh, the, the winds of the moment, if you will. Uh, and the winds of change pushed them into, into a positive direction here this time. And is that something that can continue? I would assume so, because you go on the road to Kentucky. That's not going to be a slouch of a game, but I don't think they'll have much trouble up there in Lexington. And then you have Chattanooga coming to town, which, of course, is not going to be any issue at all. But then it's the Iron Bowl. and Alabama, I mean, you've all but effectively locked up the SEC. You need to go on the road and get a win against Kentucky in order to actually officially lock it up, uh, if you will. But Ole Miss, I mean, they're right there on the outside. We're going to talk about them here in just a second. But um, you have that win against them already. So you're in the driver's seat of the SEC West. Uh, this looked like a team that could beat Georgia. I mean, of course, we're going to get deeper into that as the season goes along because it's looking more and more like we're just going to have just a, a recap of a rehash of, of just an old rivalry, a budding rivalry, if you will, Alabama and Georgia in the SEC title game. But look, it looked to me that Alabama has figured itself out on offense, and that starts with Jalen Milrow. Yeah, I, I do wonder mm -hmm. if they were careful to not run him too much throughout the middle part of the season and were kind of saving him for this game, knowing he would have to run. Obviously, they had some comfortable wins uh, against some SEC opponents. Um, but you saw what happened to, to Jaden Daniels in terms of taking contact. And yeah. you do wonder if, if there's some part of this was, all right, look, we don't want you to take too much contact up until this game. We've had our eyes on this game. You knew it was going to be this game. Uh, maybe now is when we unleash you. Um, and and yeah. is that a situation where you can't put it back in the box at this point? Everyone's going to expect it. So we'll see how that plays out the remainder of the season. Um, but but it, it felt like I've been asking for weeks, like, why doesn't this guy run more? Like, we know he's a pretty good dual threat quarterback. It, it seems like they're putting a lot on his arm. When we finally get him running a little bit, we see just how dangerous it can be. Um, it, it does make me wonder where it was earlier in the season. Um, but I certainly expect to see it now moving forward. And to that point, though, <clears throat> He did have 15 carries uh, against Texas earlier in the season. I think that was more a necessity than it was anything else, just in particular. Uh, it's because I didn't really trust his downfield passing attack in that game. Yeah, uh, Of course, he's right at 50% in that one, and they ran out of necessity. He gets 44 yards in that game, and he, he's, he's shown a, a proclivity to run the football. He generally averages somewhere in the range of like a 10 to 15 sack-adjusted yards, um, or excuse me, 10 to, 10 to 15 uh, attempts, I should say. Uh, and then sack adjusted, I, I, he's he's almost five, five, 400 yards or something on the season. So he's run the ball, but not nearly to this level. 
so I agree with you. I think that they might have unlocked something with Jalen Milrow just in general, and they're going to be just like every year a threat uh, come the end of the season. And I think that might be a reflection of the college football playoff rankings, but we'll see that here in just a little bit.